Exceptional Field Service Delivery creates, magnifies, and sustains exceptional customer experiences and brand loyalty. Welcome to the Super FM Podcast, Field Service Your Way, with me, Michael Israel. I'll lead conversations about critical issues in today's field service ecosystem with knowledgeable and experienced service management professionals. Now, let's learn something. Hello and welcome to Zuper FM Field Service Your Way with your host, Rob Freeman. Rob is the head of growth for Zuper, and if you haven't heard him on the podcast before, uh, Michael's usually in the driver's seat behind the mic, but Rob comes in here every once in a while, especially when he's got an article to share, and today he's got one to share. Rob, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I mean, this I've, I've been able to skim the article a bit. I don't understand a lot of it, so I'm glad I'm here with you so you can explain it to me, uh, but this is robust, man. This is, this is a great article. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it was, it was kind of fun to write. Uh, you know, it's, uh, so this article is all about predicting the field service management business trends that we're seeing for 2023. And, uh, I got to bust out my crystal ball and, mm. uh, <laughs> and see, That's always uh, fun. yeah. And, uh, crunch some of our numbers, you know, where we collect a lot of, a lot of data here and yeah, we saw some, some trends that we see, uh, picking up steam here in 2023. Okay. Well, let's, let's consult that ball. Uh, <laughs> what, what are you seeing? I mean, it, you, you, obviously you wrote this with a, a very specific purpose, uh, to kind of give some insight. So where do we start? I guess is my question. Yeah. So, you know, something that we've talked with our investors and other people in the industry is about the, the, the huge surge in field service management. Uh, there's, you know, ever since the pandemic, it's one of the industries that saw a huge tailwind and uh you know we're reading a study that predicted the the global 19 percent growth uh of the field service wow. industry <laughs> uh it's going to increase to i think uh like nearly 30 billion uh by 2031 and it, it and given those that type of headwind uh tailwinds rather uh this is a good time to grow and scale your business and uh and prepare it for 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 these future future growth yeah i mean that's that's huge i mean that's that's a huge number i mean we're it's funny that sometimes that doesn't feel like a huge number because like if you look at the national debt you know in the trillions but this for for companies to be part of this growth uh, by 2031 that's that is absolutely huge um, so what does that mean? And I know that you cover this. What does that mean for uh, the, the field technicians themselves when it comes to, you know, how they're going to adapt to 2023? Yeah, for the technicians and for the uh, owners of the business is first, they have to adapt to demand and consumers are demanding, uh, you know, on demand service they mm -hmm. it is uh and this isn't just b to c this isn't just uh say your local plumber and how they're serving uh say their community clients but uh, you know b to b those who you know work with commercial clients the uberization of field service is here and that expectation that we had with uber and doordash and those you know apps where you can just call on demand anything your hard desires is now trickled down uh, into field service. And, you know, if it's uh, simple as a repair, 
on your HVAC system to you now need a landscaper on demand. We've got a, one of our clients, Trim Landscaping. I think they've been on the show before. Mm-hmm. That, that's their model where people can say, hey, I need a new landscaper. They can go on an app and, and get them to come in uh, and set up the schedule and payment all right there through through that type of interface. And it's it's this is what's going to shift for field technicians. And first, they're going to have to adopt new technologies. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's weird because, and and you can tell me if I'm wrong in this, but I, I remember back in the day, uh, you know, if, if my, my dad, for instance, if he needed something done with the heater system in the house, he would call the local shop, they'd chit-chat about it. The guy would say, okay, you know what? I've got somebody that can be there you know, in, in, in an hour or, you know, let's set it up for tomorrow morning or whatever. Right. And it was a personal conversation. And then it seemed that a lot of the, the trend shifted to, it was almost so inconvenient for us. Uh, you know, I remember when I was younger, my, my first house, it was, Hey, I needed some help with my heater. And it was like, okay, we'll be there between Tuesday and Thursday, uh, between, you know, 8am and 7pm <laughs> sometime, <laughs> you know, and it was, it was just so frustrating because it's like, okay, yeah. I, I do have to go to work. Did y'all think about that, you know? Um, and, and so now I think absolutely, if we can, if businesses can, can change toward that on demand, I'm not saying that they have to be there, you know, within the hour. However, if they're able to provide, Hey, you know what, we can be there within the next two hours or your time window is, you know, between two and 4 PM. That's, that's ideal. That's okay. We can deal with that, but not this, the, generic the six hour window. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just these, these windows that are just ridiculous. It's like, you know, they might as well just say, we might come over. <laughs> you know, okay, <laughs> thanks. Maybe I'll get my stuff fixed. I don't know. So I, I think that that's fantastic that, um, you know, that's something that you're looking towards. Um, and, and again, the more they adapt the technology, I'm assuming the, the more successful the company's going to be. Oh, by by far, and one of the first things they can do is that I talked about in the article is kind of uh, streamlining and outsourcing their their operations and, mm. and moving a lot of their operations from manual to uh, a technology platform like Zuper. As you know, that helps their office scale tremendously and saves them money increases productivity increases customer success rates of like first time fixes and uh just you know being able to narrow that window from six four hours whatever it is half a day to they'll be there in an hour this is Mm -hmm. the one hour window that they're going to be in and you're going to get a text message uh, with a link where you can track the technician, you're going to get updates and you're also going to get to see the face of the technician who in their name before they come to the door. So you know exactly who to expect and when mm-hmm. they're going to be there. That allows you to say, Oh, you know what? He's not going to be here for another hour and a half. I can pop down to this corner store or mm-hmm. run an errand or drop things off and come back and be there on time. You're not just sitting there wondering, well, here's my four hour window. Uh, <laughs> And like you, you said, and that's just a, maybe you'll get your stuff fixed. You know, it could show up and say, ah, and I don't have the part for that mm-hmm. because I didn't have the notes from the, from the dispatcher who, you know, took the call to, who told me, well, yep. what, yeah. To tell me exactly what was wrong. Jimmy and, show up at this location <laughs> sometime today. Oh, okay. 
and, and then yeah. they just show up, like you said, they don't have the parts, they don't have the, the information. Um, and I will say that this, uh, that whole thing with knowing where the technician is, being able to see their face, know their name before they show up as a father whose daughter lived in, in so my daughter lived in one of my houses um, that had been a, previously had been a rental property. Uh, mm -hmm. And then it was vacant. And, and as an adult, I'm like, hey, if you want to move in here instead of being in that apartment, you know, no problem. Here, here's the deal. So we, we made a deal and she moved into the house. And, and for me to be the landlord for my daughter and have to have somebody come over and do any work on the house, that was vitally important to me. I wanted to know who was going to be there. Uh, yeah. Not that my daughter couldn't take care of herself, but I certainly didn't want some weirdo showing up that we had no idea. And yeah, you know, as, as a father, that's just something I would highly encourage people to understand. So mm -hmm. yeah, I, oh. I really, really like that. Oh no, it's yeah, definitely safety first there. Yep. Um, so that, you know, that, that's definitely one of the, the trends we see is a lot of people come to us and, or if they aren't coming to us, they're having conversations online in some of our different online communities talking about, Hey, how do I reduce my costs mm -hmm. and create a better streamlined processes and, you know, technology, especially one like ours, certainly super helpful with that. Yeah. And the, uh, uh, other trend we're seeing, and I know we had people on the show from field nation, um, mm -hmm. I think either last month or the month before, and it's the rise of contingent labor. And people really, you know, using these uh, marketplaces or freelancers or, or or field nation to to be able to scale their business up and down based on needs. But also what we're seeing is they're leveraging tools or platforms like field nation and others to expand into new markets. So because there's been so much demand for field technicians in various uh, industries, uh, sometimes there's not enough technicians in a given geographic area to service those communities. But if you're a community, you know, you're a, a service provider, just a few, you know, counties over, or even we've got customers who've now doing stuff in other metros and other states and across the country. Uh, but they're able to do this because of the use of contingent labor and bringing on freelancers and be able to seamlessly integrate them into their system. Mm -hmm. So the experience that they're getting, uh, that their customers are getting is the same as whether they use someone from the home office or someone freelancer who is now doing stuff, uh, you know, several, you know, hundreds of miles away. And it's the same experience, the same systems, the same processes. It's all consistent, but it also enables that business to tap into new markets and test the waters before they yeah. open up a new shop there or something. Well, and that, that is just brilliant in my opinion, because I think that those of us who were watching businesses and watching just what was going on during the pandemic specifically, um, you had a lot of people who began doing gig work. Right, they yep. they wanted more flexible hours. They needed to be uh, more. They needed to have more flexible time to be there for their family, uh, for whatever reason. Maybe you know their spouse either lost their job or they they had to pick up extra shifts, so they needed to be able to be there for the kids or whatever. Whatever the situation is, more and more people started doing gig work. So that speaks directly to how people want to work. And if you've got this contingent labor that says, you know what, I'm going to dedicate. 
10 to 15 hours to this side of my life, you know, this, this type of work that I'm doing and they are able to get those hours through a situation like this, everybody's happy. Yep. Yeah. And when I was researching this, <clears throat> I was talking to this one technician and, um, why he chose to go down this route of being a kind of uh, a freelance technician mm -hmm. is he wanted to be able to pick and choose the types of jobs he did. And he wanted yes. exposure to different companies because he said, look, when I started working for just one company, things get a little monotonous. You know, there's, you know, different cultures, different things. And sometimes he's like, you know, it just don't feel like it's a good use of my time. I didn't like the culture because this lets him kind of test the waters with different companies, mm -hmm. lets him uh, try out different uh, types of jobs and, and also develop experience and skills in uh, other in, in other fields. So <clears throat> it's a really a win-win. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, your article goes on, and, and I'm super excited about this section, by the way. Uh, you talk about artificial intelligence and automation. <laughs> Right. And, and that has been in the news lately, uh, a lot, and I won't name any other companies out there, uh, <laughs> but there's multiple companies that have, have said, Hey, this new, new AI system, uh, can do a, B and C. And I've been playing around with a few of them, to be honest with you. And they're mind blowing. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about yeah. this in, in your arena. Yeah. So the way we're leveraging it isn't to, uh, fill out forms for you or anything, uh, like that <laughs> or do your homework. But, Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> However, <laughs> we are using it to help people with automated scheduling, being mm -hmm. more intelligent about their routing and dispatching and um, also predicting the needs of your client. Something Michael Israel talks a lot about is um, the concept of completed service work, which is predicting the needs of your customer and completing you know, the job isn't done just when you say you swap out the HVAC, you know, filter and you turn all the dials and you test all the systems. The job is done after you've engaged the customer about their future needs and anything tangential you might have noticed. You might have noticed, hey, you know, not now, but you might in the future need a new fan belt for your HVAC system, or you might need this, or you might want to consider you know, mm -hmm. other things where you're trying to help them get ahead of issues and which helps, you know, the customer have a more satisfactory, like, Hey, you've already paid for me to come out here. I actually have another one of these in the truck. I could swap it out now for mm -hmm. you, save you another service call in six months when this goes bad, you know, stuff like that, you know, and there's so much more. Michael's the expert on this, not me. However, we use AI to also help people predict, you know, what is the maintenance that is going to be required. And you can now book out jobs, you know, a year in advance mm, wow. <laughs> and knowing that, Hey, we're going to, this is what this customer is going to need uh, on a week to week, month to month basis far in advance, which helps you with your predicting your staffing needs, your supplies, your, you know, what parts do you need to have ordered? What tools you need to have on hand? And it just, when you can go further out with your forecasting, that helps you, you know, streamline your operations and your expenses. So let me ask you this, is this something that um, you guys are continuing to develop? Is there going to be a situation and 
again, not naming any companies, there are already companies that track traffic, right? And, and mapping. Mm -hmm. So they have the maps, they have, you know, and everybody, you know, most everybody uses a mapping system. Hey, take me to, you know, so-and-so pizza joint and it'll give you the fastest route, but it also takes into consideration traffic. Um, and I'm assuming that, that, that can be adopted in, in the future, uh, for with, with AI to be able to say, okay, a technician needs to go to this location. We've got this technician who's 10 miles away and one that's 15 miles away, but the guy that's 10 miles away is downtown. So it's going to take him two hours because of traffic mm -hmm. or the guy that's, you know, 15 miles outside of town, it's going to take him 30 minutes to get there. Uh, I'm assuming that's kind of where we're going with this, right? Uh, you, you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, that's exactly where we're going with it. Uh, we have a brand new uh, dispatching module coming out. That, that's awesome. An upgrade to that. Um, we've already got some of this baked in, but the user interfaces look so slick. I, I'm really excited <laughs> for this to, to drop here in the coming, uh, I think, days days or weeks. Uh, and uh, I know we've already rolled it out to, to a few people to test it out, and they're, they're loving it. And I, I think... Uh, you know, so we're definitely applying it there. Uh, and, you know, it leads to fuel efficiency. You can squeeze more jobs into yeah. a day because uh, you're not paying someone to sit in traffic. I mean, that's another thing that Trim Landscaping, uh, Ben over there was talking about how he, you know, he would have landscapers come to him before they started using the Zuber platform for their scheduling. And they could only fit in like five jobs a day. Well, now that they have more intelligent routing and uh, take into consideration traffic or <clears throat> other delays that, that mm -hmm. would be needed and uh, better predictability about how long certain jobs would take. He said, you know, before they were just kind of doing a blanket, you know, okay, it takes one hour to do, can do it. But now they can say, okay, well, the yards are this size. This size takes 45 minutes, but this size over here, it's going to take an hour and a half. And mm -hmm. this one added tree trimming and shrub trimming and some additional, you know, add-ons. Well, those add-ons that, you know, take 15 minutes each, boom, boom, boom. And they create an algorithm that can better predict how long each job's actually going to take. And that way they're not falling behind. They're yeah. not, you know, that's the other thing is uh, we have a lot of clients who are like, you know, my day starts out great, but by lunchtime I'm running 15 minutes behind and mm -hmm. now I'm calling all the afternoon jobs and rescheduling everybody or pushing out their windows. And this prevents that because yeah, I can't, I don't know about you, but every time I book <laughs> you know, a service person and they say, okay, you're, and I know I'm the last of the day. You know that window's getting blown yeah, out. You know. Absolutely. absolutely. You're either getting bumped to tomorrow morning or they're just going to show up at like 7 p.m. Yep. <laughs> and they're going to be tired and they're going to be frustrated because they've been sitting in traffic all day and dealing. So this helps remove some of that. So your technicians are less frustrated. They're excited because they're just knocking out more jobs during their work day. Your customers are happy because they're getting their, their, you know, the right technician at the right time at the right place. Uh, more often so that and that's exactly what these uh ai and machine learning tools uh do for us yeah that's that's fantastic all right well i know that there was there's i mean you you, you scratched the surface on what you've got in the article and I, I want you to give people information on where they can find that um but is there anything else that you want to include in this podcast today you know you know eric is it's the the trends that we're seeing uh for 2023 center around adoption of technology and improving customer experience. And, uh, you know, it sounds like we're just beating the same drum, but that is so 
crucial, especially in economic times like this, is to have to satisfy and delight your customer at every chance you can. And uh, if there's a way to do that through, you know, a little piece of software and, and changing your, your processes and procedures and empowering your technicians to be better representatives of your company when they're interfacing with, uh, with your customers, that's all the better because that's what generates, you know, word of mouth and all those other wonderful, yeah. uh, ways to, to expand your business. So, well, you touched on in the last section, uh, you know, when you were talking about the, the, the tech showing up at seven o'clock and stressed out, so on and so forth, <laughs> happier techs are more productive techs and it's a better client experience when they're, when they're less stressed. And, you know, they're, they're more willing to, you know, do the extra job or go the extra mile when they, you know, they know that they're actually going to be able to go home on time, right. And, and have dinner with yeah. their family. So, Absolutely. I mean, it, it, there's so many pieces of this that lead to positive outcomes. Uh, and, and I love that. So if folks want to learn more and they want to read more of your articles, where do they go to get all that stuff? Uh, it's, uh, up on the Zuper blog. So if you go to uh, zuper.co, so it's Z-U-P-E-R.co, go there, hit resources, find our blog. You'll see it in there. Um, and they can always hit me up on LinkedIn. I'll send it to them. And, and I, we love having conversations uh, with people. I know Michael's made this offer before on the podcast and, and people do reach out to him uh, through LinkedIn and he's happy to give his opinion and you know, we like to take uh, uh, see ourselves as consultants. So mm -hmm. whatever you need to help, uh, little guidance you need to help grow your business, though, that's what we're here for. Fantastic. And and I know that you guys have demos, um, and or or you you'd even take phone calls, um, and mm -hmm. that is uh, they can find that stuff at zuper.co, correct? Yep. Oh yeah. Perfect. Trust me, I got that. <laughs> they they can definitely book a demo <laughs> through there directly uh, uh, at the time of their choosing. So. Perfect. We're always happy to help. All right. Rob, thank you so much. This has been fantastic. Thank you, Eric. Thanks for, uh, thanks for the conversation. Have a great afternoon. Yeah, I know. I appreciate it. You too. And our last thank you always goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Zuper FM, Field Service Your Way with Rob Friedman. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when the guys come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And we humbly ask that you share this podcast, rate it, and leave a review, as this actually will help others find the show. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Zuper FM, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Zuper FM, field service your way. Insightful discussions and advice that help you position your field service operations as a powerful force in building enduring customer loyalty. And remember this, when you deliver excellent service to your customers, you're also facilitating their ability to provide superior service to their customers, which strengthens brand loyalty among their customer base as well. Thanks again. Please join us next time.